Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, Stretch Out the Spear That Is in Thy Hand Toward AI. It shall be focused on the study of Joshua chapter 8. Before we go any further, we'll begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we see in this scripture how you gave your children retribution for the 36 men they had lost in the scripture before. Father, how when they had lined up with your word, you gave them times 1,000 more by giving them a victory over 36,000 men. We pray, Father, as we go forth fighting the battles that you've set forth for us in this day, may we line up with your word so that your power and your blessings might follow us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Joshua chapter 8. Chapter 8. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Take all the people of war with thee, and arise, go up to Ai. See, I have given into thy hand the king of Ai, and his people, and his city, and his land. And thou shalt do to Ai and her king as thou didst unto Jericho and her king. Only the spoil thereof, and the cattle thereof, shall ye take for a prey unto yourselves. Lay thee an ambush for the city behind it. So Joshua arose, and all the people of war, to go up against Ai. And Joshua chose out thirty thousand mighty men of valor, and sent them away by night. And he commanded them, saying, Behold, ye shall lie in wait against the city, even behind the city. Go not very far from the city, but be ye all ready. And I and all the people that are with me will approach unto the city, and it shall come to pass when they come out against us, as at the first, that we will flee before them. For they will come out after us, till we have drawn them from the city. For they will say, They flee before us as at the first. Therefore we will flee before them. Then ye shall rise up from the ambush and seize upon the city. For the Lord your God will deliver it into your hand. And it shall be, when ye have taken the city, that ye shall set the city on fire. According to the commandment of the Lord shall ye do. See, I have commanded you. Joshua therefore sent them forth. And they went to lie in ambush, and abode between Bethel and Ai, on the west side of Ai. But Joshua lodged that night among the people. And Joshua rose up early in the morning, and numbered the people, and went up he and the elders of Israel before the people to Ai. And all the people, even the people of war that were with him, went up and drew nigh, and came before the city, and pitched on the north side of Ai. Now there was a valley between them and Ai. And he took about five thousand men, and set them to lie in ambush between Bethel and Ai on the west side of the city. And when they had set the people, even all the host that was on the north of the city, and their liars in wait on the west of the city, Joshua went that night into the midst of the valley. And it came to pass, when the king of Ai saw it, that they hasted and rose up early, and the men of the city went out against Israel to battle, he and all his people, at a time appointed before the plain. But he was not that there were liars in ambush against him behind the city. And Joshua and all Israel made as if they were beaten before them, and fled by the way of the wilderness. And all the people that were in Ai were called together to pursue after them. And they pursued after Joshua, and were drawn away from the city. 
And there was not a man left in Ai or Bethel that went not out after Israel. And they left the city open and pursued after Israel. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Stretch out the spear that is in thy hand toward Ai, for I will give it into thine hand. And Joshua stretched out the spear that he had in his hand toward the city. And the ambush arose quickly out of their place, and they ran as soon as he had stretched out his hand, and they entered into the city, and took it, and hasted and set the city on fire. And when the men of Ai looked behind them, they saw, and behold, the smoke of the city ascended up to heaven, and they had no power to flee this way or that way. And the people that fled to the wilderness turned back upon the pursuers. And when Joshua and all Israel saw that the ambush had taken the city, and that the smoke of the city ascended, then they turned again and slew the men of Ai. And the other issued out of the city against them. So they were in the midst of Israel, some on this side and some on that side. And they smote them, so that they let none of them remain or escape. And the king of Ai they took alive and brought him to Joshua. And it came to pass, when Israel had made an end of slaying all the inhabitants of Ai in the field, in the wilderness wherein they chased them, and when they were all fallen on the edge of the sword, until they were consumed, that all the Israelites returned unto Ai, and smote it with the edge of the sword. And so it was, that all that fell that day, both of men and women, were twelve thousand, even all the men of Ai. For Joshua drew not his hand back, wherewith he stretched out the spear, until he had utterly destroyed all the inhabitants of Ai. Only the cattle and the spoil of that city Israel took for a prey unto themselves, according unto the word of the Lord which he commanded Joshua. And Joshua burnt Ai, and made it in heap forever, even a desolation unto this day. And the king of Ai, he hanged on a tree until eventide. And as soon as the sun was down, Joshua commanded that they should take his carcass down from the tree, and cast it at the entering of the gate of the city, and raise thereon a great heap of stones, that remaineth unto this day. Then Joshua built an altar unto the Lord God of Israel in Mount Ebal, as Moses the servant of the Lord commanded the children of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of whole stones, over which no man hath lift up any iron. And they offered thereon burnt offerings unto the Lord, and sacrificed peace offerings. And he wrote there upon the stones a copy of the law of Moses, which he wrote in the presence of the children of Israel. And all Israel, and their elders and officers, and their judges, stood on this side the ark and on that side before the priests, the Levites, which bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, as well the stranger, as he that was born among them, half of them over against Mount Gerizim, and half of them over against Mount Ebal, as Moses the servant of the Lord had commanded before, that they should bless the people of Israel. And afterward he read all the words of the law, the blessings and cursings, according to all that is written in the book of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses commanded, which Joshua read not before all the congregation of Israel, with the women and the little ones and the strangers that were conversant among them. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon titled God's Way That's Been Made For Us by Reverend William Branham, preached in September of 1952. We'll begin at paragraph 9 up to paragraph 62. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. trying to show people that there's no need of being scared. The worst thing the devil can put up on you is fear. If you even had a chance and didn't fear and believe God would heal you, you wouldn't be in too bad a shape. God take care of that. 
if you were sick, whatever it is, if you didn't fear. So fear is one of the worst things that Satan can place upon the person. Now, this week I have tried to prove by the scripture that the man that's born again of the kingdom of God has nothing to fear. You're absolutely safely secure in Jesus Christ. All the Father has given me, he said, will come to me. No man can come unless the Father calls. The Father's got to lead him up to me, and he that comes to me, I will in no wise cast out. And all the, no man can pluck him out of my Father's hand. No man's greater than he is. He that heareth my words and believeth on him and sent me hath everlasting life, shall not come into condemnation, but pass from life, from death unto life. He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood hath, not will have, but hath present in everlasting life, and I'll raise him up at the last day. Wherefore, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you're sealed until the day of your redemption. There you are. Sealed away until the day of your redemption. Not just from one revival to another, but till the day of your redemption. By how the Holy Ghost come in this morning and bless us on that. Step ashore at 1.30 this morning from about 9.30. How he blessed us. Now tonight, I want to speak on oh, Isaiah said here, there shall be a highway and a way of holiness. Now I want to speak on God's way. God's way that's been made for us. Now, if I was going to New York City, the best thing for me to do is not try to find geographically how I'm situated and take off north, but the best way to do is get a map and follow the map. Is that right? A highway. But don't I get in trouble. There's no shortcuts in God's kingdom. You know, we try to make a shortcut, we get out here in a pond somewhere and mire down. And that's what we do when we get off the grand old highway of God. God's made a path, a way. When the children of Israel come out of the land of Egypt, they followed God's path. It led up to the Red Sea. Strange that God would lead his path up that way, but his path went right through the sea. So when it comes time and the showdown, and Israel stood there before the sea, God's path led across the sea, so God looked down through the pillar of fire. The sea got scared and moved back, and Israel went across on dry land. God's path led through it. Then he went right up to the wilderness, into the spring of Myra, bitter water. Isn't it strange that God would lead his children through bitter waters? But them all goes along the road. But when he was there, the remedy for the bitter waters was standing on the bank. Moses cut out a tree and throw it in the water and turned sweet again. Some through the waters, some through the flood, some through deep trials, but all through the flood. That's the way God leads his children. God has God provided ways. If the children of Israel would have to try to bypass and go around down this way, they'd have gotten in trouble. They had to follow the cloud of fire, the pillar of fire that led them. They followed that. And if the church tonight will only follow the pillar of fire, the Holy Spirit, you'll make Canaan as sure as anything. God has a way, a provided way. 
There's two ways a man can go. And that's his way or God's way. And that's the right way or the wrong way. And your way is always the wrong way and God's way is the right way. And you can't be in your own way and in God's way at the same time, so you got to get out of your own way so God can have his way in you. That's right. God makes the provided way. Man has always wanted to make his own way. In the Garden of Eden, God made a man so he didn't have to ship for nothing. God made him perfect. But man wanted his own way. He wanted to hamper. He wanted to find out. And then as soon as he fell, we went through that this week in the studies of the Scripture, he made himself a religion. He didn't wait for God to make him one. He made one himself. But he found out that his religion, his covering, wouldn't work. That's always been man. He wants his own way. But God had a way. So man made big leaves and put them over him, him and his wife. But when he comes down to face God, he found out that wouldn't work. And I'll tell you, friends, there's been a many a man in his tonight that's coming down to the end of the road to find out that that little shallow religion that you're holding on to won't work. Nothing short of being born again will work. Jesus said, except the man be born of water and spirit, he will in no wise enter into the kingdom. No wise, no matter if he's Methodist, Baptist, Presbyterian, whatever he is, he'll not enter in until he's born of water and spirit. Born means he's changed, he has to die before he can be born. So you got to die to yourself, be reborn again in Christ Jesus. That's right. Now, I want you to notice, he found himself trying to make his way. We have this morning how Cain tried to make his way. He brought out some apples and pears and peaches and pumpkins there, what it was, laid it up on the altar and said, Now there, Lord, I build an altar. I build a church. I'm a good church member. See? I go to church every day. I come here and build the altar. I put the sacrifice up on it. Now I'm going to kneel down and pray. And now, Lord, I want you to receive me. But God refused me. And that same old religious spirit lives right down amongst the church today. The very same thing, just as religious as they can be, and knows more about God than a hot and top and about Egyptian night. You know that's the truth. Religious spirit. Don't think it's stalling is the Antichrist. The Bible says the two spirits will be supposed together to see the very elected possible. Amen. We find out that Judas is the carrot, come right down and went out and rejoiced and preached the gospel, come back, hollering and shouting and having a big time with the rest of the disciples. St. Matthew, the 10th chapter. But he followed the disciples right along, yet the incarnated devil. And come right along as Jesus was the incarnated God, the Cain and the Abel from the Garden of Eden. But when it comes time for him to go up to Pentecost and get the blessing, he showed his colors. And when you go talking about being born again, receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, nine times out of every ten times, spirits will show their colors what they are. You say that's a bunch of fanaticism. Leave it away. Brother, God's provided way for man today. Hallelujah! Look! God has always made a provided way. God's under obligation to make a way. God makes a way for nature. Why do we have these big floods to the country? You cut off all the timbers and things like that. Let her wash down. You build up a dam down here, build up the riverbed. There she goes. The water can interfere with nature. God had a provided way. That's what causes the flood. 
anything that man tampers into that God has made perfect, then you imperfect it. That's right. Now, for instance, like the the ducks. I actually watch the ducks uh, seasons when I go hunting up in the mountains. I'd be up there in the fall of the year. Well, there the ducks all come out of Louisiana down there, down the swamps, go up north, and they settle down, make a nest, raise their little ducklings. Then the little fellows raise up. Maybe come along about September this time of year, or late September. And then the little old duck, little Drake, he's never been off that pond. He's just right there upon. After a while, the frost flies up there on the mountain. A little snow hits up there, and a cold breeze blows down across that mountain. That little old duck feels that. I've never been no word on that pond. He ain't a year old yet. He sticks his head up there, a little honker. Right out in the middle of the pond, ha ha! Every duck on the pond will come to him. Every duck on the pond knows that he's a barn leader. And that little old duck will rise off that pond without a compass or anything else and go just as straight to Louisiana to the right field as he can go. Looks like Christians ought to have ducks then, anyhow. Right. right. Why? You say it's instinct. No, they go God's provided way. God give them a way, an instinct to lead them down there, and they believe it. But God give man the Holy Ghost and he rejects it. He wants his own way. But God has a provided way for it. Hallelujah. I feel kind of religious tonight. As you listen to a few nights of revival, notice there it is, yes, sir. That little duck will go down there and I'll tell you something else. You go out here to the newspaper say tomorrow it's going to be pretty weather. And you go hunting and watch them rabbits go to settle down in that grass. <laughs> Don't you get interested in newspaper. You watch that old sow take the shucks off of the north side of the hill and take them over here on the south side of the hill and make her uh, a bed over on the south side of the hill. She knows more about it than all the newspaper commentators in the world. Yeah. Right! <laughs> She's got an instinct. She's getting around on the south side to hide that cold north wind coming down. <laughs> Oh, if a horse got sense enough to hide from the breeze, what about you and the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah! That's your instinct. Yes, sir. God give them an instinct. It's God's provided way for them. They live in God's provided way. You take a fire, when he dies, he goes down the ground. That's the end of him, he lives again. God made a provided way for him. And he believes in it. God always has made a provided way. Sometimes it don't lead to pleasant things. Sometimes it goes through the hardship. But it's God's provided way. God makes it anyhow. One time you had a man in God's provided way. You had to go into a lion's den. But he went God's provided way. God brought him back out again. Hallelujah. I see some Hebrew children sitting down there in Babylon one morning. They refused to bow to an idol. That's right. They said, we won't do it. Beat all the music you want to and sound your cornets and trumpets, but we'll not bow down to your idols. Hallelujah. Give us some more Shadrachs and Shadrachs. Yes, sir. Let's bow down to your worldly stuff. We don't have to knock down to it. God's made us free by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Now I can see down there one morning. Let's, let's, Let's turn our cameras down that way a minute and watch and see. I can see them boys down there one morning. They said, now look, the king said, everybody don't bow down. We 
going to throw him in the fire furnace. And they went and prayed through one night. The next day when the sound comes, they just bow before the image while they turned their back to it. So he come out and said, boys, did you do that? Yeah, well, we're eating the furnace up. Seven times harder than it ever was. Now, isn't that strange? There was a game plank laying out here going up to the mouth of the furnace. All over Babylon was red that morning, the fire roaring. I see King Nebuchadnezzar as a modern man today sit out there and said, Now we'll just burn all that Holy Ghost religion out of them guys. Oh, yeah. Don't you think the devil won't burn you? Yeah. He sure will. But remember, the Holy Ghost is by itself. Now, I want you to watch. God's way led right up that gangplank. I can see Shadrach, Meshach, and Benigo walk in the death march. I can hear Shadrach say, Benigo, did you pray through? Yeah. All right. Are you sure you're in God's way? Yes, sir. God said in His word for us not to bow to idols, and we won't do it. God is able to deliver some fire burnings, but if you don't, what of it? We're not going to bow down. We're going to God's provided way. Amen. I hear somebody say, Are you sure you got His provided way? Yes! Hallelujah. Some say, Well, don't you think all that people possible could be right instead of you? No, sir. The Bible said so. And we're staying with it. Right up that gangplank to go. I hate it so the intense people almost it did kill the man that brought him up. They're just about ready to step in. God hasn't said a word. They're still walking the provided way. Walked right up to the mouth of the furnace. Just about time they got ready to step into the fiery furnace. You know, I got an awful bright picture here in front of me just now. A man that tries to live true to God. Walking God's provided way. Fixing to be burned up. What a picture. Notice. All the time there's something going on down here. There's something going on up there at the same time. Amen. Let's look up there a little bit and see what goes on. I can see him sitting there and his priestly robes around him. Hallelujah. I can see the first thing coming from the right, a great big angel called Michael. They got one up there. Did you know that? I can hear him right up there the side and say, Master! I can see take his sword out of his shield like this and say, Have you looked down at Babylon this morning? There's man walking God's provided way. There's man who's willing to seal their testimony this morning. Our brother is just about to be burned. I hear him say, let me go down there. I'll change the picture. I believe he could have done it. I do. I hear him say, no. Can't let you do it, Gabriel. You've been a, a Michael. You've been a very fine angel. So put your sword back. And attention there. Here comes another angel. He's called Wormwood. He makes the waters bitter. Here he comes up. The master looks down there. I've got all the control of the waters. You turn it over to me in the Andalusian destruction, and I've washed the whole world away. All but Noah and his people. Now, he said, let me go down there and I'll wash Babylon off the map. I hear him say, what more you can do it? That's right, but I can't let you go. It's a man's side job. <laughs> oh, I see him raise up like that. They're just about to make the last step. I can see him reach over there and say, come here. So a big thunderhead hanging back there. <laughs> oh, my. It I stand here and say, east wind, north, west, and south. Come here and get under this thunderhead. I'm going to drive you like horses and we're going to set on this thunderhead this morning like a chariot. I'm going to get out myself. Hallelujah. I see him reach up, get a hold of the zigzag, like he's crashing across the sky like that. This is to make their last step walking in God's provided way. And about the time they hit in there, he passed by the sea of life, picked up a palm, and he was standing down there fanning the breeze off. Hallelujah. He's always there when man will walk God's provided way. 
As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the way that's been made for us. We pray, Father, may we go forth victorious like Joshua, fighting the men of Ai, which you said, Be thou strong and courageous. So, Father, we take courage, for we know that the Holy Spirit, that Joshua, which is with us today, taking us to the land Canaan, where we are getting our possession in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, to one day enter into the rewards of the riches of his glory, which he said, you go to prepare a place for us, so that where you are, we may be also. Help us, Father, to be ready. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Never said 
Lord gets ready to take 